Hey, baby. Hey, What's up? Hey, baby. Uh, welcome back, everybody, to uh, Bay Bay Baseball, the uh, Bay Area baseball podcast. I'm Tyler Hall uh, for the San Francisco Giants. And I'm Clayton Improta talking about the Oakland A's. And uh, gosh, we got a uh, uh, last couple games of spring training. Usually they happen here in uh, Oakland and San Francisco, and uh, they're, in, they're in Arizona this year. Um, but uh, A's uh, got taken out by the Giants, you know, a little, little in the last uh, couple, you know, innings, weren't able to uh, come back from, from the Giants, really kind of knocking them down. Anyway. Yeah, and we put up a, a poll this morning, and so, so far, <laughs> the only people that are definitely wrong are the people that said 2 nothing A's. And I put one-to-one, so I'm, I feel uh, I, I, <laughs> I wasn't confident. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's, it's the best yeah. matter, but uh, it'd be nice to have them here. But uh... Yeah, but hey, it's exciting to think that, you know, when we're recording this next week, hell, even, you know, three days from now, there's going to be live official regular season major league baseball on the field playing ball a's are playing the phillies uh who's giants taking on first uh the giants open up against the marlins at home oh well it must be nice (laughs) yeah you know i'm a little bummed not living in the city anymore i'm missing my first opening day in quite some time Mm -hmm. i'll be uh clay can see but uh, i'm sitting at my work desk but right behind me is a little uh tv that might be on friday afternoon when the giants uh start their season absolutely yeah even though even though i can't be there in person i'm not gonna miss it so yeah there's a weird opening day thing that the a's are having over at the embarcadero park Uh, i don't know if you said they were doing it with the a's and giants right they said kind of a barrier unite thing so like i don't know i I can't imagine there's not a little salt from oakland i'm i'm surprised they didn't reach out to us to like do a live recording there i mean what's your only bay bay baseball giants A's podcast out there i mean yeah yeah thanks guys for reaching out yeah i'm such an anyway Kind of a slap in the face. We'll let it go this time. Yeah, absolutely. I'll uh, I'll notify the Kuipers. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> the Bay Area baseball must stay. Yeah, well, it's been a little tricky. The A's got hit with a uh, uh, lawsuit from the uh, East Oakland Stadium Alliance, which is a conglomerate of trucking and uh, harbor and port, you know, uh, people that – um, major industries that have controlled the port for a century. Um, one of the strongest unions in the country. Uh, yeah, they're uh, they're filing suit against the A's. It wasn't to be unanticipated, but they're essentially saying that the A's didn't go through a full environmental impact report. Um, we all, I think that's a little bit of nonsense, considering these guys, you know, represent giant diesel freight liners and uh, massive steel recycling corporations, which dump. <laughs> lots of pollutants into the bay and have poisoned you know the air of west and east oakland what if some baseballs got in the water but if there was some baseball around then oh buddy you know better watch out you know and union pacific railroad said it would create unsafe conditions for the 
for uh for people it's like build a bridge over the railroad like how hard is that like yeah. I mean, that's crazy oh our trains won't be able to get through oh because everybody's really worried about union pacific trains like don't i, I don't know yeah <laughs> i don't know yeah anyway um on, on on that sad note it's a tough tough go around for the a's but uh how are, how are the giants doing what uh, we, we have some predictions coming up uh, yeah giants, it's you know, our you know, after our last show before the season starts, so we'll make some bold predictions. Um, but, you know, it's funny last week, you know, I was talking about just wanting spring training to be over, wanting the team to stay healthy and just getting the season underway. And literally like within a day of us, say, me saying that on our episode, uh, Evan Longoria is out and Lamont Wade Jr. are out. They're both going to be missing opening day. I think Longo is about a six-week healing process from what I've heard, so they're going to be without him for a while. So exactly what I said, I, I just wanted to happen. The exact, well, the exact opposite happened. So started getting beat up a little bit, but, you know, uh, uh, some, some young giants have been playing pretty well lately. Uh, you know, we talked about him last week a little bit as a bubble guy, but Mauricio Dubon having a really solid spring. I think he's securing his spot on the roster because he's out of options. So if he doesn't make the the team, he would, you know, be exposed to waivers at least. And so uh, glad to see he's performing another Northern California guy. And then, you know, Joey Bart has three home runs so far tied for the team lead. It's good to see his bat kind of wake up because he, you know, he, in his time that he spent in the big league so far, he's never hit a home run. And so to kind of see that, him getting the the power stroke back, hopefully he can bring that into the regular season. So that's been really good to see. And uh, yeah, the starting pitching's been so far lights out. I mean, they're only you know they're not pitching uh, as far into the game as they would during the regular season, you'd hope. But you know, a lot to be excited about. If just a couple things to be disappointed about, but looking looking pretty good, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a wheel see moment. That's that's the exciting part about preseason. I you know I was joking again. It came up today. I was texting someone about preseason versus spring training. It's all the same thing. It's the same word. A, it is. Yeah. <laughs> what if I don't want to call it spring training? What if I want to call it preseason baseball? Am I wrong? Tell me I'm wrong. Yeah, not wrong. It's all good. But yeah, over here, you know, not looking too uh, exciting. Other than you know, lost Shamanea. Uh, but other than that, you know, it's uh, lit, you it's lost him. Well, where'd he go? Oh, he he's went to the Padres. Oh, he's over Thanks on the Padres. Oh, yeah, didn't want to pay him enough. Anyway, he's over with his uh, with Bob Melvin. Uh, kind of a you know, sorry goodbye. I, you know, wish the best for him. You know, I'm not obviously. I I I don't root against the Giants. I don't root. You know, I don't always root for the Giants. But you know, I, I'm a fan of baseball. <laughs> but uh you know and i but i hope very much well for bob melvin and uh and shamanea he obviously believes very much in him he kind of carried that guy through even you know before the surgery when he had the no-no against yeah. uh boston in his early career and then he kind of went to surgery and came back and and just really built up it was you know it just became very strong and uh now you know we'll see what happens with all those strong players after you build them up they really did a great job building their pitching rotation and 
now it's all gone and except for Montes um, and you know yeah so who knows if he'll be around for much longer but... so yeah I was gonna say you know it's the prediction episode it's not one of the, a category we talked about but you know, what's your prediction with Montes now how long is he in the green and gold you know uh he, my hope is that he's holding out for more money and that he feels like a maybe he needs to prove something in a strong showing this year that last year wasn't a fluke. Um, last year was coming off of his PED um, 80 game uh, uh, suspension the year before. And so he really had something to prove last year and he, what and he did prove it. Holy shnikes. Yeah. What, what a pitcher. Um, and obviously well sought out by other, other teams, but maybe, there's something that we don't know about talks behind closed doors, how other teams actually view Montes. Um, and we'll, we'll see what um, is actually going on there. The A's put him at a pretty good value. I think just under 10 million, but you know, yeah. So man, he's like a third of their, of their, uh, yeah. Yeah. Payroll exactly. now. And you know, and I don't know what is going on with the minimum, you know, like... payroll and for the A's because eventually you have to pay somebody. Right. Yeah, Cause I mean... like, because we're they're sitting at like thirty three three. There's like twelve guys. That, there's like, like twelve that. guys that are going to make more this year than the A's. And it doesn't. Yeah, exactly. So something. You know, I wonder if the A's have kept. You know, something that they're going to actually surprise a couple few people right before everything starts, or if they're planning on making some crazy rule five picks if the season seems to be going okay for them. Maybe they want to make a strong buy at the end of the year and do what they always done is hold out that last bit of money for some really nice contracts at the end of the season and try and carry them into the off season, just, you know, limp into the off season as they, as they like to do. So there, I think, you know, I think keeping Monsters around would be a smart, everyone thinks that keeping a good player would be a smart choice, but realistically the way things have gone, if everyone else has gone, I can't say. man, I I saw a list of like all the players, the A's have, like lost this off season and it is nuts. It's almost like a pretty solid starting lineup. I think one thing I was laughing about today is like, you at least know what's happening. You don't, you're not like, Oh, why did they give away this great player? You're like, Oh, well they're giving away every single person. So you, you get, you know, like you feel bad at a certain point, but then you're also like, everyone's gone though. Like I, you have to, you have to, if you are an A's fan and you are in it for in it, being in it, you were telling me about a no quote choice. you saw earlier today. Is now a good time to bring that up? Is what? A quote? A quote you oh, heard? Oh, this someone's... is great. Yeah. So <laughs> in these you know, couple interviews I was listening to today on A's cast by Chris Townsend, who left 97 the game um, and is now, you know, on, on a podcast for the A's. That's how you know, cheap they've gotten, if you will, but FM stations, you know, come rare over in Oakland. Um, the, anyway, uh, long story short, he's interviewing, you know, Bob Melvin, he's interviewing Shamanea, and at some point they're saying like, oh yeah, I guess we're Padres fans this year, and, I'm, and, and you're listening, I'm like, this is the A's podcast, give me something, come on guys, talk about A's players that are coming up in the system, because nobody has anything to talk about other than, God, look at all these great guys go. And I can't, I can't help but feel a sympathy because, you know, these guys have been interviewing them in the clubhouse with they watch Bob Melvin get there with these young guys who, you know, years ago, we didn't know Matt Olson was going to be as great as he was. We didn't know that Chapman was going to be as great as he was. You know, the rise and fall of Chris Davis, all these players that they have interviewed and been with and known for, you know, almost, you know, six years, seven years that they are like, oh, you know 
this is uh, <laughs> finally coming to an end. So it has to be a heartfelt goodbye. So I understand why they felt a little sympathy because, you know, what, what a interesting career that all these guys have had in Oakland. But, yeah, you know, but anyway, so uh, the interview, Adam Aller, who's a, a, this great comeback story I talked about it the other week. Um, Adam Aller is coming over to uh, Oakland from the Mets who gave him a chance. He almost left the major leagues. He's one of those guys they thought, you know, I'm getting too old. Am I getting too old for this? I'm never going to make it to the big leagues. And finally, now he's getting another resurgence, got another shot. Um, A's love to, you know, come have those comeback stories, those underdogs. So he's talking to this guy. He said, oh, well, Adam, if you, uh, you know, if you can make it here, if you can make it in Oakland, Oakland is the land of opportunity. If you can make it here, you can make it in the big leagues, <laughs> which is a amazing Freudian slip that uh, <laughs> if you didn't oh, catch man. that joke. It's that Oakland is not a big league team. It's like, come on. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, that's the state of the nation. Oh, man. It's yeah. a, a sad scene, but hey, you have to look to the new guys. We're up for Adam Allers. Aller, if you hear me. Oh. Go Tupac, you know. Maybe that'll be. His, <laughs> I hope that's his walk-up song. That'd be great. Oh, Adam, <laughs> Adam Aller, at it. If you're listening to Bay Bay Baseball, I'm sure like he a, is. We'd love to interview you, and your walk-up song song should be a uh, Tupac. Yeah. We should uh, tweet at him. Maybe he'll come on. Maybe. Um. So yeah, I mean, you know, we're just a few days away from the season starting, so I think we could get in, jump into some predictions, Clay. Absolutely. Let's do a, a couple, you know, categories, pitching and hit, and hitting, and then uh, – Yeah, you hit me some... with a couple. You had a couple extra ones. I, I think I've got a, a few for you. A lot of them are like, who? Who knows for me? Yeah. Oh, gosh, yeah. So so I guess we'll start uh, on offense. And this was the tough – we decided to talk, so we're going to predict home runs, RBIs, and on-base percentage. This is a tough one because I'm really hoping, you know, it's as, potentially his last year as a giant – uh, he's currently hurt as he always is, which makes me kind of iffy making this pick. But uh, Brandon Belt, I'm gonna say, is uh, is gonna lead the team in home runs. Um, if he stays healthy enough, maybe he'll finally hit 30. You know, I, I think you know he's been a great giant, and if this is his last year, he'll hopefully he'll end on a high note and go get a bunch of money to probably play in like Texas, where he's from, or something. So. Hopefully he has a good year. I'm going with Belt. How about you, Clay? Uh, we're going with with home runs. Yep. Uh, you know, I guess I want to say Sean Murphy. He's really shown his power behind the plate. He's just learning more and more. And um, I feel like Stephen Vogt is going to be there to back him up. And I feel like uh, and, and Austin Allen's a nice little backup for him. I think I, I think I see Sean Murphy being the home run king uh he, he's i think he was what 12 I, I can't remember what he was last year but um you know over a dozen that, that's a good you know when you're coming up that's a good way to start i think i think you can do it yeah all righty uh next rbis i'm gonna go with uh darren ruff i think he'll play enough uh against both righties and lefties to get some decent number of at bats um he's Ben, if you know, look at some of the you know analytics and stuff, he's been one of the, the better hitters in baseball the last two years, like a top ten guy, even depending on some of the metrics you look at. And uh, you know, I think he'll be putting some better uh, you know RBI spots as well. So I predict a lot of barking at, at Oracle Park. 
uh, for Darren <laughs> Ruff. I'll I'll go. I think he'll have ninety three RBIs. I just decided to throw a number on it because I, I like, like that. What the hell? We're making we're making yeah. predictions. Make him throw a number numbers on it. out there. Throw numbers yeah. out there. Well, I feel like it'd be a little bold for me to throw numbers out there with the team I'm looking at. <laughs> but um, I don't know. Uh, I guess I'd have to go with Jadubbles Lowry. I don't. I don't see anybody. You know, he's the RBI. He's the RBI champion for the A's, not for anybody else. That's the one great thing that the A's have gotten out of the. Maybe that's why the Mets got so many A's. They were like, "We'll give you Jed when he has superpowers." <laughs> there you go. Are <laughs> like, okay, fine. We'll take an aging Jed Lowry with superpowers. That's that's perfect. That's a comeback story. Um, so yeah, Absolutely. I say Jed. Uh, I'm not gonna. Admit, I'm not gonna say a number. I say Jed takes takes the most. The Jed, all right. Doubles, but uh, it'll be in the double figures. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> At least. <laughs> really. Team leader, nine RBI. <laughs> Way uh, to go, Jed. Jed. <laughs> Uh, and then on base percentage, decided to do this. You know, some people might think of doing it like a batting title, but I think on base percentage is where it's at, especially nowadays. And so uh, I'm I'm gonna go to Belt again. I think you know he's one of the guys that takes the most pitches. He'll strike out looking a lot and piss a lot of of us off, but he also doesn't really expand his zone too much, so he gets a lot of free passes as well. So I'm gonna go with uh, Brandon Belt as the on-base percentage leader for the Giants. Uh, I'm going to go with Tony Kemp, TKO, TKOBP. Um, he's, he's a small, one of the smaller guys. I like his strike zone. He leads off. Um, he's uh, in a surprising leadoff position because nobody else is you know, no Olsen there to, or Canna there to lead off. Yeah. Um, but I'm excited to see if Tony. I mean, he he's he got a lot more power last year, um, and he has a just great eye for the ball. So uh, mm-hmm. I feel like I'd, I feel like I'd go with Kemp here, um, although I don't know much about uh, Kevin Smith, um, but maybe he's a coming out of nowhere. But <laughs> did did you hear uh, Carlos Beltran's quote about Tony Kemp? Uh, no. He's talking about the because Tony Kemp was on the 2017 Astros, mm-hmm. and uh, obviously you know Beltron was one of the you know key figures in that whole debacle, and uh, I believe it was even recently, but I just saw it either yesterday or today. Um, he sa- basically said that uh, Tony Kemp was one of the only guys on the team who didn't participate in the cheating because he thought it was wrong. He was like a young guy. And he just wow. stood his ground and said, I don't want you to do that when I'm hitting. Because he wow. thought it was wrong. And so wow. yeah, I thought that was pretty cool to wonder read. If, wonder if they could have, that could have been a reason he didn't succeed as well before he came to the A's. Um, yeah. But, you know, be interesting. But yeah, I thought that was a pretty uh, interesting quote. Way to go. Uh, Good guy, Kevin. Right. You know? He actually he started the plus one effect, which is a conversation he started for the Oakland A's, which was like the conversation. It was during a uh, ripe time in our political era where, you know, people, you know, weren't very good at, you know, or still aren't very good at talking across sides. But it was a plus one effect where if you talk to one person or one person talks to one other person, you know, we can make the world a better place, which 
you know, believe what you believe, you know, that's a nice way to, or at least he's, you know, out there trying to do some good in the world. Yeah. So I think we can all, you know, on all sides of the Bay say, good job, Tony Kemp. Thanks. For Absolutely. <laughs> what a guy that Tony Kemp. <laughs> Tony, uh, anyway. if you're listening, as we sure, sure you are. Come on, come on the, uh, come on, come on the, the podcast. podcast. Talk about the plus one effect mm-hmm. or the fact that you didn't want to cheat. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, anyway. Um, so, yeah, then. So we'll on the, pitching. Pitching, yeah, the pitching, predictions. pitching predictions, uh, Clay, who do you have for quality starts leading the Oakland athletics this year? Uh, if it's not Montes, cause Montes is just going to be like my answer for all the pitching. But if it's not Montes, um, I think, uh, see, I want to say, I'm going to say what I'd like to see. I'd like to see James Caprillion, um, find his, find his motion. He's a big dude. Um, and, uh, you know, two twenty five, six three, and he can show. He shows that he can shut it down. So um, he had a great start. Um, he had an awesome. His dad was just screaming in the audience on his start. He made national headlines just out there, just pumped <laughs> up for his son. Um, so I'd like to see James Caprillion do so well that he becomes captain of the team, and we can call him Captain Caprillion once and once and for all. So I'm over Speaking to see some of- quality starts. <laughs> nice. Speaking of Captain Chris Caprillion, who was that guy that A's traded for last year who lived on a boat when he came over? Derek Chafin? Chaffin? Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I just thought about that when you were talking. Yeah, yeah. Random, uh, random side Never bars. added back. Didn't, I don't think he got the boat. I think he would have said something. But That's a bad. Yeah. Um, Didn't care long enough to really enjoy it. So. Yeah. Uh Quality starts. I'm going to go with Logan Webb. You know, he kind of found Andrew his. Chafin. Sorry, totally wrong. I'm sorry. Andrew. Of course, it's Logan Webb. <laughs> no, no. For quality starts for the Giants, I'm going Logan Webb. Uh, yeah, I mean, he turned it on really late last year. He had awesome postseason. He kind of burst into the scene. You know, he wasn't really. Most people out of uh, San Francisco in the Bay Area probably didn't know who Logan Webb was before, you know, August, September, October last year. And now he's on everyone's radar. And so, you know, I think he uh, he'll keep the team uh, in it. A lot of, uh, you know, low runs uh, allowed games there and keeping let, letting the offense stick in a game. So I, I'll say he'll throw 19 quality starts this year. Book it. All right, since I didn't need to guess, I'll give Cap 12, 12 quality starts. All right. For the lead. <laughs> um. lead <laughs> team leader in nine, like every category nine. for the A's, just nine. And nine, get nine to double for, that's all we're going We're going for, all right. Um, <laughs> strikeouts. Who's going to lead the team in strikeouts? Uh, I guess I'm going to. If it's not Montes. If it's not Montes, who's going to lead the team in strikeouts for the one game that he plays? The nine games. Nick's nine starts. The nine games. Uh, I'd say um, Cole Irvin, uh, he could have his breakout, you know. And, and he does he does get a lot of strikeouts. He's um, hasn't had a ton of quality starts, but he does, he does get strikeouts um, sometimes when it matters. Uh, and... <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, you know, that, I'd really like to see Cole Irvin and Caprillion uh, find their groove. Um, they really did not last year. They had a couple really great games, uh, but I feel like that'd be a great 
way to alternate uh you know first two games i see like irvin caprillion uh switching back and forth um and uh hopefully montas <laughs> yeah hopefully so, um yeah cole yeah, Irvin, I hope so the, the strikeout king on over here how about, how about on that side of the bat uh, I'm gonna go with uh, the the new starter in town, uh, Carlos Rodon. He's you know, Dwight he's got Sox. the stuff. Yeah, the the former White Sox. I think he's gonna have you know a, a great season for the Giants, um, especially pitching in our ballpark. But he has strikeout stuff, and so uh, when you have strikeout stuff, sometimes the ballpark you play in doesn't really matter as much. So I think he'll have two hundred and. 17 strikeouts this season if we're going to get specific um but yeah i'm i'm you know i've 217 I've is how much cole Irvin weighs all right <laughs> that was unscripted we're just keeping it like really particular today <laughs> extra um, math Remember all these numbers later on. Hopefully, we're typing them down. I didn't. I don't want any numbers. I don't want any of my numbers quoted down. Um, and then uh, saves. saves. How many saves? Uh, I guess I gotta bet on my boy Sweet and Sour Lou Trevino. Sweet Lou Trevino. That's his nickname. Um, gosh, he's up and down. But uh, maybe 2018 Lou Trevino will come back because um, yeah. he was way better in 2018. <laughs> Than he was every year after, you know. Tough, tough couple L's given up because of Lou, but I think he can do it. Three saves. Three. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the other, man. someone else is going to get two. Another person get one, and uh, but he's really going <laughs> to knock. And out. the A's will win nine <laughs> games next year. Um, <laughs> For the Giants, I'm going to go. This is kind of an interesting one because, you know, they have McGee, they have Doval, they have Rodgers. They, you know, have these three guys who have experience. Uh, Cap has said that McGee is going to be the closer to start the season at least, but I'm going to go with uh, Camilo Doval. I just think he was so electric at the end of the year, kind of another guy that no, no one really knew about outside of the Bay Area until the playoffs rolled around. And you have this guy throwing like, almost triple digit sliders are up there and stuff just nuts so um i think he'll get he'll kind of take over after mcgee has his first bump in the road and then hopefully you know kind of partially wishful thinking for the team as well hopefully he doesn't regress at all and he has another awesome season so i'm gonna go with uh, doval and then uh just to kind of put a pretty little bow on this mvp most MVP. valuable player. If it's not Montas, who is it? It's Frankie Montas. <laughs> With the nine starts he makes before he gets traded, he's going to still get MVP. Um, oh, gosh. MVP. Um, well, I'd give it to Tony Kemp for being such a good guy. Um, Christian Pash? I don't know. He's yeah. supposed to be good. Yeah, maybe he gets Actually, over his heartbreak. Yeah, still working on it. Yeah, maybe he gets over his heartbreak. He'll get over it. He, yeah, he's still in an A's hat on the roster, uh, or in an Atlanta hat, sorry. Oh, 
It still fits right in. He'll he will he'll forget. He'll be like, oh, "Was it just an A on the hat?" Oh, I get it. No, he's uh he's one of the few A's players to be rocking the gold chain now. The that's pretty seldom over here, which I feel like there should be more. There's not enough gold chains being rocked. Not nearly as enough. <laughs> this is Oakland. Let's do this. Yeah. Um. And I guess that's probably a safe call, too, because they just traded for him. He's, like, one of their best prospects now, so they're not going to trade him. So, you know, he'll play a full season. Oh, yeah. yeah. There Maybe you a go. Couple. Maybe a couple. Yeah. Special shout-out to Pender and Piscotti, also great guys. You know, Just happy to see you back. <laughs> I don't care how you do. I'm just glad to see you back on the team, buddy. Yeah, thank you for listening. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, so for the Giants, I'm going to go outside the box here. I'm going to go Joey Bart. I think he's going to – you know, I don't think he'll necessarily, like I said, you know, I didn't mention him in leading the team in home runs or RBIs, but I think he's going to have a, a big impact on the game from behind the plate as well. Hopefully he's made some strides there. I'm going to bank on it. Uh, it's also, you know, the former catcher in me, but I think, you know, I do think he, his pop will show up. You know, he won't lead the team, but I think he could have, you know, 20, 25 home runs. Uh, you know, they'll be able to keep his bat in the lineup a little more now where they wouldn't have to necessarily where they, you know, if they would have to give him a day off where he would just need to take a day off. Now he can DH. So I think he'll get some more at bats. So I'll go with Joey Bart to kind of carry to take the torch from Buster and start doing his own thing. Yeah, it would have been a crime to put Joey Bart anywhere than a, than a place that has something as wonderful as Bay Area Rapid Transit. Something as wonderful. <laughs> Truly, just the sights and the sounds and the smells. And the smells. Yeah, it's really something you have to experience. If you've never been on BART, um, just go see Joey BART. It'll be fine. Absolutely. (laughs) Um, Yeah, and then, you know, it's great to talk about the players, but what about our teams, Clay? What's the uh, A's record this year after 162? 75. And they 75. don't make and they don't make the playoffs. So what's that? Seventy five and eighty seven. Yeah. Yeah. Where so you think is that last in the division, fourth in the I division? Seventy five wins, and I think the Angels still end up last, and the Rangers coming ahead of them. <laughs> <laughs> no, that could possibly switch around. I, I I would like to see the Angels and the Mariners just crush the Astros, but yeah, I see. Um, A's middle middle to last this season. It's not unless there's some right crazy change rounds. I, that'll be my preseason prediction: seventy five wins and middle to the bottom. All right. Um, well, I have, I have the Giants going uh, ninety two and seventy, and then uh, finishing second to the Dodgers in the regular season. Hear me out, everybody. Hear me out. <laughs> um, you know, I, I think, you know, thinking 107 wins, I mean, that hasn't happened in the franchise's history before. So to think that that's going to happen again wouldn't be fair to the team, uh, you know. And, you know, I, I think that, you know, they did have an, uh, an amazing year last year. I, I don't think that's as big of a fluke as a lot of people think. But, you know, I think still, you know, 92 wins is a great season. It's a 15-game regression. So it's giving them like a 15-game bubble. Uh, to, you know, figure out where and where reality is in between there. And, you know, I think they'll, I think they'll obviously take one of the wild card spots. I'm not sure which one, but you know, there'll be a few of them out there now. And so I think they'll, they'll take a wild card spot. 
And I think they'll at least they'll, I, I don't want to make a prediction. I don't want to say, I don't want to root against them or say they're not going to win the world series, but I don't want to jinx it either. But I will say they'll go further in the playoffs this year than they did last year. Last year, they lost in the division round, divisional round. I say they'll at least make it to the NLCS this year. And hopefully beyond. <laughs> but yeah, I think they're beyond the World is, Series. Yeah, they're going to win absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I think I think they're uh, the Universe Series. Uh, you know, I think the, uh-huh. the pitching is going to surprise a lot of people, and I think the offense is going to show a lot of those guys aren't weren't just having crazy one-off years last year that they're solid major league hitters. I don't like that your prediction isn't bold enough. I want I want a, I want a heavier prediction on your part. I'm, <laughs> just a just a crazy hot take. No, the, Giant, the Giants that's, beat that's the a, Dodgers in the NLCS to go to the World there Series, where they then sweep the Houston Astros to avenge the A's and the baseball world. But then I want to come in with like the W, and here comes in Bob Melvin with the chair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's him and him and uh, Sean Manea running in shirtless together. Fernando Tatis on the motorcycle. It's like, we told him he could ride the motorcycle if he made it to the playoffs. <laughs> but uh yeah and so that's what i'm thinking all right all right well you've heard we you've both heard made some first, good but, predictions well we're talking about and we'll we'll post this later um we're talking about buying a couple tickets to some uh listeners of the podcast uh to a game um whether you're a days fan or a giants fan you'll get you a couple tickets if you guess your predictions correctly we're gonna come up with more details posted on the twitter at some point um so thank you so much for as a thank you for listening and thanks for you know tweeting in so yeah it'll be a fun chance a fun chance to catch a ball game and maybe have a beer or two with uh some fellow bay area baseball fans at some point i guess it'd have to be next year we'd have to see you know how the predictions go this year so it'd be you know next (laughs) year but uh, yeah, that'd be a lot of fun. And so yeah, we'll get we'll hammer out the details before opening day. Maybe that'll be our opening day tweet. We'll uh, we'll release the details. Release um, the deets. Release the deets. But um, yeah, thank you everybody for listening. Absolutely. Uh, Mom, we love you. And um, muito obrigado. Muito obrigado to our uh, Portuguese listeners. And also, muito obrigado to our BFF and number one fan, Hurricane Chris. Hey, baby. Hey, baby.